A very good evening and a very warm welcome to everyone gathered in the building and those who are sharing with us online. You are all very welcome. Let us bring our praise to God using the words of the 103rd Psalm on page 369 in the Psalter and we sing the verse the first seven verses. O thou my soul, bless God the Lord, and all that in me is, be stirred up his holy name to magnify and bless. Bless, O my soul, the Lord thy God, and not forgetful be of all his gracious benefits he hath bestowed on thee. The first seven verses of Psalm 103. O thou my soul, bless God the Lord.
Let us come before the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. We come before you now, most gracious God. We thank you for the privilege of doing so. We come willingly. We come gladly. We come reverently. We come humbly. But we thank you that by your grace we can come. We thank you that we come to worship. To worship the ever-living, the ever-true God. We thank you for the privilege of doing so. And we realize that as we worship you, we worship one who is worthy of all our worship. You are worthy, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign one day on the earth. We thank you for this your own day. We thank you for the beauty of this autumn day. We bless you for all of creation that speaks to us about our wonderful God and the care and the provision that you make for us. But we thank you that you are much more than a God of creation. How we bless you this evening are that you are the God of salvation. In Jesus Christ your Son you have provided a way whereby we the sinful sons and daughters of the dust can draw near to you. We can be cleansed from our sins. And we thank you afresh for Jesus. And we bless you that in him and through him you have given us an inheritance. That one day when this scene of time has forever passed away. That we will reign with you in glory. We pray your blessing upon our worship. Draw near to us. Still our hearts in your presence. Help us that as we hear your word read and proclaimed. That we might close in with you this evening. Lord take away everything that would hinder or distract us and help us in our worship forgive our sins pardon our iniquities and help us that we might truly worship you with hearts that are clean and pure with hands that are undefiled and enable us to receive blessing from you this night we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
Our next psalm is Psalm 89 on page 345, singing from verse 7 down to verse 12. Great fear in meeting of the saints is due unto the Lord, and he of all about him should with reverence be adored. O thou that art the Lord of hosts, what Lord in mightiness is like to thee who compassed round art with thy faithfulness. Psalm 89 from verse 7 to 12. Great fear in meeting of the saints.
We hear God's word as we read it from Psalm 17, the 17th Psalm, a prayer of David. Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me and you will find nothing. I have purpose that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you. For you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Saviour, of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion, eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him, deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world, whose portion is in this life. You fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children, and they leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Amen. We look to the Lord to add his blessing to this reading of his word. Let's again turn to God in prayer. Loving Father in heaven, We thank you that we may turn to you at any time and in any place. And we have the assurance from your word and from our own experience that in heaven where you dwell, your ear is open to our prayer. Lord, by your Holy Spirit, help us, guide us, 
and use us as we seek now to pray for others. We pray for this community of North Keswick around us. We ask that your people here might be like a light set upon a hill. Bless the witness of this church, its minister, elders, deacons, and people. And Lord, we pray that you would reach out to those who have no thought, no time for you. We thank you for your church in all the world. And we pray for your church. We thank you for the promise of the Saviour that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And yet today, O oh God, we see many assaults upon the church in the world. We ask that you would protect your people that you would truly build your church through the word of God, through the spread of the gospel, through the mighty working of your Holy Spirit. Lord, convict of sin, convict of righteousness, convict of a coming judgment, and lead many to a genuine repentance and a firm conversion we pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ wherever they are found in whatever land they live we pray Lord that you would protect them that you would above all things keep them true to yourself Keep them close to the Saviour. Help them to bear what they must bear for the cause, for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, once more we remember before you the land of Ukraine. We pray for it. We pray for its people in all their turmoil, in all their suffering. We ask, Lord, that you would help them. We think of the many who have been displaced, that you will provide for them. For the many who have suddenly lost loved ones, Lord, comfort them, bless them and help them. And we pray for their evil oppressor and oppressors, that you would paralyze their powers, frustrate their intentions. And Lord, we pray that your name and your cause will be seen to be victorious. Bless us, we pray, as we shortly turn to your word. We thank you for your word, your truth, Lead us, we pray, into all truth this evening. Lead us and guide us and help us and bless us. 
and cause us in all things to look to you. And all this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We turn to Psalm 119 on page 414. Psalm 119, the end of the psalm, from verse 169. O let my earnest prayer and cry come near before thee, Lord. Give understanding unto me according to thy word. Let my request before thee come. After thy word me free, my lips shall utter praise when thou hast taught thy laws to me. From verse 169 to the end of Psalm 119.
There is very little real satisfaction in the world today. We only have to walk along our streets and we meet people who are not satisfied with their own skin but they want to cover it in tattoos. Not just arms but all over the body and worst of all the face. We see many people not exclusively women with multicolored hair not satisfied with their own natural coloring but they have various colors I am reliably informed that it is easily washed out but the fact that it's there at all is a sign of dissatisfaction and saddest and probably most serious of all people today young people in particular who are not satisfied with their own gender and there is such a force to be reckoned with from the trans people we only have to listen to the news many are not satisfied with the government and well there's good reason to be so not satisfied with their employers with their wages with their neighbours with local amenities with prices in shops with sports teams performances the list is almost endless there is a deep-seated and widespread spirit of dissatisfaction around today. It is nearly 60 years since Mick Jagger and Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones released their number one, I Can't Get No Satisfaction Cause I Try and I Try and I Try and I try. Let me not point the finger at others. I wish I could recover personally some of the energy, expense and time that I have spent trying to get satisfaction in this world. So let us look to the Lord for help and the Holy Spirit to enable us as we consider the words of David in Psalm 17 and verse 15. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Listen to David as he speaks personally. As for me. And three times he uses the 
personal pronoun I I shall behold your face in righteousness when I awake I shall be satisfied with your likeness the previous verses to verse verse 15 David is speaking against and speaking what the wicked and his enemies say verse 10 they close their hearts to pity they have now surrounded our steps arise O Lord confront him subdue him deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword you fill their womb with treasure they are satisfied with children and they leave their abundance to their infants they, they, they and then in the last verse David breaks in he has his say as for me listen to David as he speaks personally David was fond of doing this the Psalms are full of David's personal experience his personal testimony Faith must be personal if it's to be any use at all saving faith must be personal to us it has been said that while God the Father has many children he has not one grandchild personal faith David had it. David spoke about it. Have you a personal faith this evening? An unshakable, steadfast faith in the Word of God, in Jesus Christ, God's Son, and His finished work at Calvary? Have you a personal faith? Can you speak personally of your faith? Can you? Oh, perhaps not with the eloquence of the late Dr. Billy Graham when he stood before thousands upon thousands and proclaimed the word of God. Perhaps you will not have, in fact you most likely will not have the audience of the late Queen Elizabeth II as she broadcast her Christmas Day messages and in a quiet, dignified, but oh so clear way she shared what her faith meant to her. Can you speak personally of your faith? 
Listen to David as he speaks personally. As for me. Secondly, listen to David as he speaks believingly. I shall behold your face in righteousness. And remember, David wrote this psalm. It's in the Old Testament canon. I find great delight and much encouragement from Old Testament saints who believed in the resurrection even before Jesus was ever born, before Jesus died, before he was raised again, they had this firm, steadfast belief and trust in the resurrection. I shall behold your face in righteousness. Job was one of those saints Job 19 and verse 25 For I know that my Redeemer lives and at the last he will stand upon the earth and after my skin has been destroyed yet in my flesh I shall see God whom I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold and not another in my heart faints within me in the Old Testament no one could see God face to face and expect to live and yet here we have David we have Job personally testifying that one day they expect to see Jesus, their Redeemer, face to face. Have you this assurance that at the end of your life, however, whenever that comes, that in your flesh, with your own eyes, you will behold God face to face. Carrie F. Brock penned these lovely words. Face to face with Christ my Saviour. Face to face, what will it be? When with rapture I behold him, Jesus Christ who died for me. Face to face, O oh blissful moment. Face to face to see and know. Face to face with my Redeemer, Jesus Christ who loves me so. Face to face, I shall behold him far beyond the starry sky, face to face in all his glory. I shall see him by and by.
have you this personal assurance, this deep-seated conviction in your soul that one day you will see Jesus if he is your Redeemer you will see him face to face listen to David as he speaks personally as for me listen to David as he speaks convincingly I shall behold your face in righteousness. Listen to David as he speaks reassuringly. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Satisfied. Oh, that word there doesn't do it justice. To awake from the sleep of death and to be satisfied with likeness to Jesus Christ. The Bible is full of glorious promises of deep and lasting satisfaction. You remember John records... In that, on that last day of the feast Jesus stood and he cried out if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink John 6 and 35 Jesus said to them I am the bread of life whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Not just the New Testament, but in Psalm 107, for he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. Psalm 22. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Have you this to look forward to? Are you confident about that? That one day, face to face with Jesus, you will be satisfied. Oh, what a deep, eternal satisfaction. At the end of our days and when we awake, just think of stepping on shore and finding it heaven. Of touching a hand and finding it is God's hand. Of breathing new air 
and finding it celestial of waking up in glory and finding it home and of seeing a face the blessed lovely beautiful face of our Lord Jesus Christ have you this assurance have you this peace First John chapter 3 and verse 2 Beloved now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is oh what transforming <coughs> redeeming grace to be like Christ so from this psalm listen to David as he speaks personally and may his words be translated into your words as for me, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Listen to David as he speaks believingly. I shall behold your face in righteousness. I remember being struck one time by a thought expressed by a friend of a blind Christian lady. She had never had sight from birth. And after she died, her friend said to me, just think of it the first face she will ever have seen will be the face of Jesus, her Savior. And listen to David as he speaks reassuringly. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. I don't know where you are with the Lord this evening. I cannot judge. I dare not judge. But if your faith is not in Jesus Christ, you will never be satisfied. Never. You can try all kinds of things. You can search for satisfaction here and there and yonder. But outside of Christ you will never be satisfied. Not for a moment. Jesus only satisfies. Ah, but how he satisfies. He gives peace that the world cannot give, neither can it take away. He gives food 
spiritual food from his word whereby we may grow and develop and mature as believers. He does for us far more exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or imagine. Jesus is the real deal. He gives deep and abundant satisfaction. If you've never trusted him, trust him today. Don't just take my word for it. For yourself personally, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. (coughs) Blessed is the one who trusts in him. And blessed, I can only share with you some of the blessings. But they mean nothing until you experience it personally. May you do so this day for his name's sake. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your servant, the psalmist David. We thank you for this little glimpse into his personal testimony. When he said, As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. We thank you for the joy and the delight that is set before us in your word. We thank you that Jesus has prepared it all for us if we but only trust him. We thank you that eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those that love him. Lord, keep us faithful to you. Keep us walking closely by your side. Keep us following where you lead, obeying what you say, doing as you command. Until that day when... Faith gives way to sight and we see you as you really are and we behold your face and with deep satisfaction awaken with your likeness. Bless your word to every heart we pray for your name's sake. Amen. Our closing song is Psalm 139 on page 433 from verse 15 to the end. Psalm 139. Verse 15 to the end. My substance was not hid from thee, when as in secret I was made, and in earth's lowest parts was wrought most curiously. 
thine eyes my substance did behold, yet being unperfect, and in the volume of thy book my members all were writ. Verses 15 to 18. My substance was not hid from thee. And now, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all this day and forevermore. Amen.